Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to the uh, post-busy Bears free agency weekend of our Bears Talk podcast here. We'll be joined in just a couple of minutes by CSNChicago.com Scott Crinch. But first... Look who's back home. Yes. My pre- and post-game guy. Yeah. Lance Briggs oh, back. You didn't have to run away that long after a 3-13 and season, you know. No, but it was important to uh, to clear my head <laughs> all about that after all of what was going on that yeah, year. Yeah, 16 weeks of that wasn't fun. Uh, you're doing something fun with uh, uh, a site called Score, S-Q-O-R. It's been around for a little bit while. How did you get involved with it? It's, uh, you know, kind of a heavily interactive uh, social media site between sports figures and fans, and you're doing yeah. something special with them right now. Yeah, and, and great. You took the words kind of right out of my mouth right there. But, um, you know, we're, we're, we're focusing on... Uh, uh, it's the the project called uh, Time of My Life, and we're, we're focusing on on players, or specifically myself, and how I'm living with CTE. Um, you know, it, it affects us all. You know, it affects us all, and and you know, I I want to say I uh, uh, indirectly, you know, have prepared to uh, you know in my life to keep that to keep CTE away. So I've done a ton of things. You know, as far as coming out here, I was commuting out here to do the show. You know, I do the Lance Briggs show, and then I'd uh, I fly back and I go uh, drive down to Tucson. So I'm going to school. I'm working with kids and football and, and in the gym and and, uh, and putting together uh, big projects. You know, for like uh, golf uh, golf events. You know, in Tucson and Sacramento, and and uh, so it's uh, it's just trying to you know for me to keep keep your keep them plateful and keep feeding the brain. You know, and to me that would, in my opinion, is the best way to keep. CT and again, you can go to www.score, that's sqor.com. Again, it's called uh, Time of My Life. And uh, what we've seen so far in the first episode, first of four episodes, uh, really shot well and really, you know, kind of revealing. You talked about some stuff here off camera in the green room of things you've noticed as time gone by. And, you know, whether the more talk about this has made you much more aware and keeping a closer eye on things. But this is just right now preventative for you, right? It's preventative, yeah. You know, it, it, it's uh, it's interesting when I talk to other guys, other football players, and, and some of them mention some of the things that that's happened in their life that is a little odd or a little off, and and, and it's it's all also part of the transition of going from playing football to not playing football as well. So, you, so when you're not playing, you know there are more things you start to notice. You know there are even things that I started noticing in my la- in my last few years. You know which is why it was a lot easier for me to retire. Um, but uh, but you know it's we come from a tough nature sport, you know, and and even when I even when I, I got uh, uh, examined for my body for mm-hmm. the NFL, the doctors had to explain to me what the pain is supposed to be because I've been been um, you know I practice you know playing with pain for so long that I didn't even know that there was pain in my elbow or my knee mm-hmm. because I was used to it. So the doctor literally had to tell me left. No, you're not supposed to have, have a clicking in your knee. Yeah. No, you're not supposed to feel that right there. That, that's actually pain. 
you know, so it's the same thing with uh, with CTE, and and there are things that that I don't really notice sometimes in my life that others do. You know, there are certain things that I do in my life to make sure that that uh, that I don't have issues. You know, I have constantly constantly have people that are uh, that are that are updating me and making sure that I'm on task and that I'm not missing things and that I'm on time and and uh, and that that uh, if there's anything that needs to get done, I have someone that's that's making sure that. I make sure that, I, that I'm they're at least checking on me to make sure I'm getting things done. And uh, you can find that by downloading in the App Store or Google Play. Mm-hmm. Again, it's Time of Life. It's a multifaceted title, yes. you know, when, when you come to think about it. And, um, you know, you've talked about the awareness that's coming out over the past several years, mm-hmm. movies and whatnot, the league having to address that. But uh, in this first episode, you talk about you knew going into this thing, your love for the game may have some consequences, and you yep. wouldn't you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't change it. You know, there are going to be consequences with everything that we do. You know, in life. You know, and that's the the the, the fact that there's going to be consequences is to me is is more um, uh, non. I, I guess I guess the issue is not whether I'm going to have consequences. It's the fact that you know I put the time in um, with the with the NFL and, and help. And help carry the the, the big billion dollar uh, industry, mm-hmm. just like so many other guys that have come through and done the same thing. But you know, these guys, we all have lifelong damages, you know, and so with lifelong damages, we should have lifelong care. And being aware of that, you had that passion for the game growing up, yes. and giving up that passion was going to be too much, despite the consequences you may have been aware of too. Right, right. right. I mean, it's. You know, you run you you run full speed into a guy, you know, and you you bang into him, and and your eyes get fuzzy, and you you know you hear a little ringing in your ear, and you get up and you go back to your own, and you do it again, you do it over and over again. Um, something's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, again, that's a uh, score s q o r dot com, and it's a time of my life. A couple Bears questions for you. Bizarre. All right. Um, new quarterback in town. Yes. Mike Glennon. Uh, he's uh, been primarily back up the last few years when Tampa Bay got that number one. They decided to invest in Jameis. What are your thoughts? Uh, you know, I don't know how much you've seen of him, how much you're aware of him. Uh, he was certainly in the, in the league when you were playing too, although I think you faced Josh McCown mm-hmm. that one year that Tampa Bay was up here. But uh, I think during the course of all the, the pre and post game shows over the last half of last season, we were pretty much saying it was time for Jay yes. to move on. Uh, do, I, do I love Mike Lennon? No. Do I like him? Sure. Um, but more, more importantly than that, it signifies the moving forward, you know. And I think you and I both understand after eight years of trying one thing and understand it's not going to work. It's time to move forward. Now, Mike Lennon might work; he might not work. But you know, I don't think that that if we uh, the question of should we hold on to Mike Lennon if that if that project fails is there going to be in question everybody's going to be like oh man we should hold on to him one more year yeah you know I mean if it does if it fails it fails if it, if it succeeds great you got to find out whether he's reached his ceiling yet too because mm-hmm. he got some playing time a little bit earlier and he's super tall so, so yeah long necked um we uh also saw you, you talked to Pat Finley of the Sun Times when he was asking about you know, when Jay did come to town um, and how Mike Lennon might be able to handle things a little bit differently. Uh, you and a couple other guys were already the leaders in that room right then. Um, and I know the way <laughs> Jay came in eight years ago, you know, people had a different opinion of what his attitude was at the time. 
Um, and can Mike Glennon do a better job of endearing himself to the locker room than maybe Jay did at the time? I'm sure he will. You know, I, I think he already has, just looking at some of the things that he said. Um, uh, you know, we're, you know, a lot of guys are one of a kind. You know, I come across Jay is one of a kind, you yeah. know, and, I, and, and success, sometimes success, or winning football games or bringing excitement sometimes uh, uh, creates uh, a, a kind of a, a smoke screen for, for everybody, you know, and sometimes you overlook this or you overlook that. I had some friends that, that, had, um, te- that, had, that had texted me and said, uh, you know, had, you know, big Denver fans, you know, were like, well, you don't know what you're getting into. You don't know what you're getting into, you know, but it didn't matter to me, you know, because a guy's a guy and you got to learn that person yeah. for yourself. You know, and, and had Jay been successful and we went and won Super Bowls year, I'm, I bet there's a lot of stuff that would have been swept under the, under the rug. You know mm-hmm. what? You know, he's a little bit of a jerk, but who winning. cares? He's winning for us, so that's our guy. Probably would have made jerk shirts. How <laughs> <laughs> um, surprised were you to see Alshon just settle for a one-year deal in Philly? Yeah, I mean, for the price and what he got, I, I like it. I liked it, you know. Um, I think he, he maintained a specific value for himself. Maybe he goes out, stays healthy, and plays at that high level. You know, in Philly, they need it. You know, they need a guy, a playmaker, a good name like him. I wish he'd stay in Chicago, but, uh, you know, I think he, he can continue to keep a, a, a dollar value for himself. Any other uh, additions that they've made? And, again, they didn't go out and make that splash. I think Ryan Pace has a certain price tag he wants yeah. on everything that he's willing to go so far, but then not not exceed that because, you know, let, let's face it, free agency, you know, 99% of the time it's, it's, it's guys that teams are willing to let go or don't have room for. Um, any of the other these guys, I know there's been a big emphasis on the defensive backfield and, and finding someone to at least, you know, make some plays there. Yeah. I mean, I like, I like Prince. I like Cooper. I, I think – in my, I think this is a year where you you dabble out, you you build your your uh, your depth a little more, maybe with some more some some quality veterans, mm-hmm. and depending on how things go this year, and you know which person's contracts up this year, maybe next year if there's a guy out there that you really need, maybe next year you splash and get that big the, that big time guy with the with the rookies coming in this year. That's all know. about the draft. Right, right. Again, yeah, it's about the draft. You know. Has anyone caught your eye? Have you been watching like combine stuff, or uh, you know, doing any uh, studying on, on heavy defense? Yeah, be, yeah. I mean, the, the only thing that's really popped out is the the four the four two. You know, the four two two has <laughs> popped out. I mean, it popped out to everybody, but but uh, but no. I'm you know, um, as we get closer to the draft and more of uh, those highlights come out, I'll start paying a lot more attention to what's going to happen here. Finally, uh, Martellus, Green Bay. I tell you, the guy, the guy wants to chase a, chase a ring, and the, the crazy part about Martellus is he, to me, he's such a dynamic player because he's so big. You know, he's like having an extra lineman on the on the line, and he can create issues with uh, defenders. You know, spreading out, and they're going to use him probably the same way as they used Jermichael Finley. Mm-hmm. You know, which is which uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to love. I think it's a good fit. Well, they lost a couple offensive linemen up there. We'll see how that shakes down. And Pep went back to Carolina. So ah, nice. He's, he's okay. He's finishing up where he started off. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. thanks for coming in, talking a little Bears, but also talking about this uh, series time of my life on score. Mm-hmm. Uh, Best G, I know you're uh, making the circuit. Don't be a stranger. We'll see you back you soon. Lance Briggs here on CSN.
It's sports. It's social. It's viral. It's Luke Stuckmeyer and Layla Rahimi, and it's the Next Generation Sports Show. In the loop every night at 6 30, 10, and 10 30 on CSN Chicago. And as soon as the show ends, turn to Facebook Live for the after show. Our thanks again to the former Bears, several time Pro Bowler Lance Briggs, back in studio with us to uh, kick off our Bears Talk podcast. Again, we encourage you to subscribe on iTunes, Audio Boom, Google Play, or Stitcher, or you can just log on to csnchicago.com slash podcast. Get all of them. Bears Talk, Sox Talk, Cubs, Blackhawks, Bulls as well. I think we have Big Ten and STL Podcast too. But for the here and now, please once again to uh, visit with Scott Grinch at csnchicago.com, one of our many Bears contributors. We've got Moon. We got a JJ, and we got a Scott Grinch. How you doing? Uh, are, are, are you off the ledge a little bit? Because when free agency started, Scott, I was a little worried about you. <laughs> Watching your Twitter feed there. Yeah, I think I'm a little bit off the <laughs> off the ledge now. Um, you know, the Mike Lennon signing, I've I've come around to it. You know, I think that, you know, on the surface you look at it, can't look at it at three years, forty five million. You look at it one year, eighteen and a half million guaranteed, almost a prove a year for him. He's the guy next year. Um, if he turns out to be their quarterback of the future, they've got him for a reasonable deal for the next three years. I think that's the plan for uh, Ryan Pace and the Bears. Hopefully he ends up being the guy. What outside of Glennon would have been more desirable uh, solution to the quarterback situation to you, not knowing you know how, how things will go in the draft at that particular position, but heading into free agency or trade-wise, what would have, what would have been a, a – a, something you would have been more palatable with, if anything. I think, you know, pie in the sky. A lot of Bears fans wanted Jimmy Garoppolo, but when that price tag's out there where it seems like the Patriots are asking for a first-rounder this year, a first-rounder next year, it's just not going to happen. You know, maybe the Browns will give that up for him, but there was really nobody available right now. Maybe A.J. McCarron, but here's a guy that's going to be sitting behind Andy Dalton in Cincinnati. There weren't many, many options this year. I would have said maybe Brian Hoyer, bring him back. On a five, six million dollar deal, um, he sticks around. You draft a quarterback. I think a guy like Brian Hoyer may have been the more logical option, but I can see what Pace is doing with this move with Mike Lennon. He's looking for the future, and hopefully, he's the guy. And I think there's just still an unknown ceiling with him, too. You know, um, uh, you know, he seemed to be taking some steps. Played for a bad Tampa Bay team a few years ago, and, and we're not trying to throw excuses, you know, into his lap here, but. Uh, you know, it is very short term when you look at it, and they get an opportunity to see whether, you know, he can grow from where he was. Did 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 something in his press conference win you over, perhaps even more? How, how did how did you like what you heard from him? Yeah, I mean, listen to that press conference. I you know you can't. I wouldn't say you're fired up, but I mean, he definitely he talks a part of a starting quarterback. You know, he wants to learn the system. Talks to Ryan Pace about give me everyone's number. I want to get to know every player on this team. Give me the playbook. He's ready to come in and learn the offense right now. So I think that's good. I mean, he's probably coached to say those things. Right. But hearing that from him, knowing he wants to come in and be ready to go is definitely encouraging. And at least he's, he's smart enough to present himself like that. I, I don't know if Jay would have done the same thing. I, I, I can't remember whether I discussed it with you, but are you in agreement that Jay's time was up here no matter what? Yeah, I don't. there was no turning back with him. I mean, I think that... Once it was out there that they were going to cut ties with him, they were looking elsewhere, it wasn't going to work out in Chicago. I mean, maybe Color would have given them a better chance to win next year, but it was time to move on from him. Let's talk about some of the other uh, moves that they made in free agency in terms of both 
gains and losses. Obviously, the big loss as we address the wide receiver position is Alshon um, going to just a one-year deal on $14 million for Philadelphia. My sense is that, you know, I don't know if you get the same thing, is that if they were going to keep Alshon, it was probably going to have to be for a little less than that on a multi-year deal. I don't know if Ryan Pace was interested in another one-year one year, uh, deal with Alshon Jeffrey. So he goes, and uh, Marcus Wheaton comes, and Kendall Wright, who has a history with Dow Loggins, comes aboard from Tennessee as well. Um, what was your reaction to how that position in particular has played out to this point? You know, I mean, with Alshon Jeffrey, I was shocked that it was only one year, $14 million in Philadelphia. I thought he was going to take a multi-year deal. I mean, I pegged him as signing a big five-year, $70 million deal, but the money wasn't there for him. I think teams want to see what he can do. We want him to prove it um, after last year with the PED suspensions, the soft tissue injuries. I think the Bears and Ryan Pace did a good job of filling. I, you're not going to replace Alshon Jeffrey right away. It's going to take some time. But I think taking a flyer on Kendall Wright, which I was shocked at his price tag, only $4 million. I thought he would have gotten a bigger deal than Marcus Wheaton got. But like you said, he's got a history with Dahl Loggins. His, it was his second year um, in the NFL coming out of Baylor. He was a first-round pick, mm-hmm. put up a big season. Um, the talent is there. He's been injured throughout his career. Um, quarterback questions before Mariota came to Tennessee. But I definitely think he can provide big value for the Bears out of the slot. And Marcus Wheaton's another guy last year, lingering issues, uh, only had four catches. But in uh, 14 and 15, he had two really productive seasons playing behind Antonio Brown as a number two receiver in uh, Pittsburgh. So I think the Bears definitely got value there. Um, There's, you know, they're hopefully Cam Meredith takes that next step. Kevin White, jury's still out on him. I think obviously they want him to be their number two, but I think – it's definitely a formidable group. They have depth there. I don't know. I think that leaves Eddie Royal on the outside looking in. Too many slot guys, especially if Bellamy's back. That's a lot of slot guys mm-hmm. in that system. But I think maybe this is a position they address in the draft if somebody, not at the first, not at the number three pick, but maybe in the second round if somebody slides. Yeah, the right thing's really intriguing to me because he got off to those, you know, gonzo years, his first and second years with Loggins there. And then, uh, you know, yeah, there's been a car- uh, quarterback carousel there, but to see those numbers in playing time diminish the last two years, you know, uh, kind of raises a question. It's probably why the Bears got him at the price he did. You just, yeah, you know, you're just wondering whether there's, you know, a knucklehead factor, uh, injury factor, or what. So uh, he gets a, a fresh start here, and I think also in that wide receiver discussion, if they weren't going to get Alshon Jeffrey, now a lot of people were probably pounding the table for Terrell, uh, Terrell Pryor. And as it turns out, he gets an even smaller deal. Going to Washington, too. And, and so, you know, I, I think, I, I don't know if reputations is the right word, but Alshon's had production in the past. Terrell Pryor had an amazing season for what he had to deal with in Cleveland this past year. But, you know, there's some rumblings about there in terms of what his personality is like. And um, I was surprised to see him get that small a deal, too. Yeah, I mean, that was, that was shocking. I thought he was going to be the replacement for Jeffrey once I saw he was gone. Figure a logical destination mm-hmm. for him is Chicago, but one year, six million. After he put up that year with five, six different quarterbacks in Cleveland, but like you said, I mean, yeah, maybe there is a reputation issue. Um, I thought for sure he was going to get a bigger deal this off season. Let's talk about the other position that they uh, shored up on in in free agency through this first weekend. Uh, no, I guess the the price tags for Stephon Gilmore and AJ Boye were uh, a little too high. I think Ryan Pace tries to stay disciplined with how he values certain players, and as a result, there was a lot of uh, angst and crying and gnashing of teeth that the Bears didn't sign either of those two guys. Instead, 
He goes out and gets Prince of Mukamara, an experienced guy, but kind of fell by the wayside, even though he started a lot in Jacksonville. Production dipped off from an interception standpoint. But two guys who have picked off the ball, but also played behind some very good front sevens in Arizona and Marcus Cooper, and then in Houston in Quentin Depps. Um, if given that opportunity, you know, they, they've shown they can be production in an area where the Bears have, have really been lacking the last few years. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, on the surface, the Prince of Makamura hire, uh, signing, that's one year, $7 million for him. Um, he took a one-year prove-it deal with Jacksonville. Hopefully was going to parlay that into a long-term deal with somebody. It didn't work out for him, so he kind of took the same type of deal he did last year. The talent is there. That's another guy that was a first-rounder, like a Kendall Wright that the Bears are taking a chance on. Hopefully he develops. I think he moves ahead to the depth chart. I don't know if Tracy Porter will still be a Bear next year, but I mean I would think it's safe, to, depending on what happens in the draft, to pencil Amakamura as a number two. Mm-hmm. Bears maybe number one. Uh, Kyle Fuller is still around. But Marcus Cooper, he's intriguing. I almost yeah. look at that as the Akeem Hicks type signing from last year. A guy that played on a good defense, took a very team-friendly deal to come to the Bears. Um, the talent is there with him. He had four picks last year. Um, I've watched some film on him. He's He definitely gets his head around to the ball a lot. Um, I've liked what I see. He doesn't take, a, doesn't take a lot of penalties. I think pro football focus had him in the green in um, – in uh, in penalties, so I think he was like a positive 1.4 there. So there's there's definitely talent there. With he's got the size to work in that system. Um, Quinton Demps, the age is a factor with him. He's definitely come on strong now. It he'll be 32 when the mm-hmm. season starts. But six picks. That's almost as much as the whole Bears defense <laughs> last year. <laughs> yeah, and he's a guy who really hasn't been a regular starter until the last two years in that Houston defense. He has seemed to have a little bit of an edge to him when we talked to the press conference. But yeah, Cooper's the guy who kind of intrigues, and he has immediately ingratiated himself to Bears fans, I think, trying to get out on the right foot with uh, you know, a, a letter that uh, he shared. I don't know if it was on Instagram. It was definitely on Twitter, though. And uh, that was kind of impressive to at least let, let the Bears fans know he's at least fired up, whether he's actually as fired up deep down as he stated in that letter. But it, it, was, it was a good thing to see. Yeah, you might as well look the part. I mean, he uh, definitely was endearing to Bears fans seeing that. Well, uh, one thing we do know about the cornerback situation, um, there's going to be tons of competition there with who they brought in with uh, Amukamara and Cooper, Tracy Porter as well. Um, DeAndre Hall is a guy that the Bears have been high on. He just couldn't stay healthy last year, and you know he'll be thrown into that mix. Who knows what's going to happen with Kyle Fuller, but uh, – yeah, that, that's any number of cornerbacks, and we're not even talking about uh, some of the depth guys from last year, Bryce Callahan, Cravon LeBlanc. So uh, if this entire batch of defensive backs, cornerbacks in particular, are going to be there when uh, Bourbonnet starts up in, in late August, it's, it's uh, rather late July, it's going to be interesting competition to watch. And I think at the very least, Ryan Pace has, has attacked free agency that way. If he couldn't land any of the big fishes, and and let's be honest, we brought this up with Lance too. There's a reason guys are out there in free agency unless teams are really in cash strap situations. But um, I think that's the way Ryan Pace has attacked it. Even though he has all that salary cap room, he's not going to throw it all in one person's pocket either. And he's gonna he's gonna bring in guys who who can you know hopefully forge some competition out there. Yeah, I mean, and you you saw once the free agency list came out, we know who's going to be free agents this off season. 
that list diminished incredibly once players started getting franchise tagged. It's hard for really talented players to leave their teams. They stick around, they get franchise tagged for a couple of years, end up working a long-term deal. When guys like Stephon Gilmore and A.J. Boye are the two top guys on the market, that's saying that there's just not a lot available right now. I mean, it's the same way every year. Well, the Mike Glennon era has begun, and we'll see if he has uh, maybe a, uh, an understudy. We have to wait uh, several more weeks for that to happen. What, five weeks until the, the draft pops up? So we have a better sense of this entire roster as well once, once that happens. But so far in free agency, handful of additions for Ryan Pace, building depth on this roster that needs it a lot. And uh, there are certainly still areas that need addressing, but hopefully can be uh, addressed through the NFL draft. Scott, thanks very much for uh, jumping on. And uh, we'll uh, continue reading uh, your Bears material on CSNChicago.com. Also, thanks to Lance Briggs. And thank you for listening to our Bears Talk podcast. Again, you can find all of them by logging on to CSNChicago.com slash podcast. Bears Talk podcast among uh, five or six that we have. We also encourage you to subscribe on iTunes, Audioboom, Google Play, and Stitcher. Until next time, I'm Chris Bowden. Thanks for listening. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.